this guy. You notice he's probably the silent? guy who set the standard for it. <laughs> Mr. Gio Lamenta himself. 100%. Thank you. Right. Well, Friar, I noticed that you've been super quiet during this whole time that we've been here because, like, I know, like, you know, he's the star. I'm just sucking in his beauty. I'm not going <laughs> right? to lie. Uh, we all are. Hey, feel free to suck in whatever you want. Listen, <laughs> at the end of the day, Gio, let's keep it PG, please. <laughs> I, mean, I have been... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have been a massive fan for a long yeah. time. I love it. And I'm absolutely excited to be here on my birthday, sitting in a room full of beautiful people uh, with beautiful ideas and talking, where are you at, buds? Yeah, where am I at? Well, where am I at? Interesting. Okay, like this second or in life, generally? <laughs> okay. So, well, born and raised in Squamish. Born and raised in Squamish. Amazing. We well, went to high not, school together. Okay, born in Vancouver, but... Yeah. Moved to Squamish actually grade five. Okay, same, same. Which was horrifying because <laughs> oh, never yeah. had I been bullied until I moved to Squamish. At the Highlands. Oh, yeah. Highlands Elementary. Oh, yeah. It was bad. Everyone was like, are you a boy or... Because I came from Italy. We lived in Italy. And people were like, are you a boy or a girl? You have boobs. And I'm like, well, that was rude. And yeah. people... And I had curly hair. Yeah. And then um, Susie from Squamish, she was my hero and stood up to the boys and was like, you wish he was a girl so you could have your way with him. <laughs> Which I loved. Susie, she... To this day, I love her. I figured out in Squamish the way to survive was to befriend the ladies. Yeah. And I did. And then you guys defended me. Fuck yeah. All through high school. Mm-hmm. You guys were my, like, heroes. Yeah, well, we were so tight. Like, <laughs> I, like honestly, acting, like, being around you was, like, those were my favorite days. Improv, right? Improv. Remember? Oh, no. You please. get it? Oh, God, God. I, I was <laughs> Do we need to talk oh, about God. your story? Okay, you know what? I thought about it this morning, and I was like, please, God, don't let him talk about okay, it. Okay, okay. No. <laughs> I don't want to get okay, you canceled. Now you well, you can touch it. upon now, it. Now you got to touch upon oh. it. Okay, well, Evelyn may or may not have said something that was deemed inappropriate oh. and got us disqualified okay, hold on, hold when she would have won. Gio, shocker, Gio. shocker. Inappropriate then or inappropriate now? Both. Then and now. Both. Okay, so yeah. listen. Here, okay, let, let me just stick up for myself. So <clears throat> I was 16 and ignorant and, you know, it was improv games and I totally... Oh, I said something that I shouldn't have said and I had to apologize. I had to write yeah, letter and I, like actually it was pretty like, it, yeah, it was not my finest moment for sure. It was a good lesson. It was a very good lesson and honestly, it's a, a lesson in, yes, that I've taken with me <laughs> and I'm not going to say what I said, no. um, but you know. Was it something incredibly derogatory? No, uh, no, like no. Can you just let it out? No, just, no. Can just let it no, go? No, it's not derogatory and it's not like, it just, I just. People would say it all the time in say like the 70s with yeah, no and it was. I don't even know how to explain it without saying it. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> you almost, know I, no, don't say it. No, I'm not. We don't want to get canceled. No, no. Okay, no. so, but anyways, we would have won though if we didn't. <laughs> we would have won because yeah. we were the best improv team, I think. <laughs> we were in the world. And anyway, so pretty much you screwed your whole team. I totally screwed them, and I felt not the like, first time. I mean, you're our goalie. <laughs> I, I am mean, a goalie. Yeah, 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 yeah. screwed your team a few yeah. times. It's not the first time I've taken my whole team down with me for sure. <laughs> but you know, it was something that is a saying that people saying. would say, but you don't think about where it comes from yeah. and what it could do as a saying. And so you know, like, but, but there's <laughs> never any maliciousness. Never, to you, ever. Oh my never god, that person. So. Never, I was never that person. No, you never were. You know, no. I mean, it depends who we ask. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of beef you stirred up. In your life, but <laughs> now, Stephen, though you, however, I don't know anyone who had anything bad to say about you other than that you were a lot sometimes for some people. He's still a lot, and I have to sit next to him, you know, every show. But what? Don't look at me like that. 
But you... That's so true. I would say I don't think I ever recall you not smiling, not happy, not accepting of everyone and everything. You were that guy. Always. 100%. You know, it's kind of funny that we, we talked about like the Granville. Actually, one of... You know, I kind of want to tr- use that to transition into something else. Was it, yeah, sure, great. That, that was me. But I'm kind of humble that way. Thank you for pointing that out. But... <laughs> I loved going and seeing you in the Granville Island. The Gran- what was the theater oh. on Granville? With Destino. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The Stanley. The Stanley Industrial oh, you Theater. You came and saw the right. show? 100% with my of wife. Course, I do remember Absolutely you there. Amazing yeah. That was so long show. ago. Yeah, it was, so oh, good. yeah it, was, it was so good. Well, that was a great time of life. In a tough time too, but singing was amazing, and singing was all. Well, you when you knew me, singing was always oh. my main dream. I, you know, I always wanted to be a pro singer, and that was like all my goals were focused on that. And I have to say, it didn't turn out to be what I imagined it was going to be at the end of it all. You know what I mean? Because you have sometimes, and this is something cool I think to talk about is that sometimes in life you have dreams, and then you get pretty close to them, or you achieve them, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm this I'm not happy. And that's what happened. I There was so much drama. First of all, the touring. Touring all over singing was so hard. And I know, wham, wham, poor guy, got to tour all over the world. But guess what? I didn't really get to see many places because I was either on the plane, watching my voice. You have to go to bed. You have sound checks. You have so I didn't even, we'd travel places and I didn't get to see them. So when I was one of the Canadian tenors and then when I was in Destino, it was, it was tough. It was a tough life. I missed all the family functions. I missed having a life. You can't plan with friends. You're always away. It's a lot of work. And so For people sure. dream about this kind of, and I'm not trying to dissuade anyone who's listening to who might want to, you know, have a career as a performer, a singer, or whatever. It's amazing, and I'm glad I did it. Right? Yeah, but it wasn't for you. That wasn't what you yeah. were meant to, or, you know, well, yeah, you did it, no. and you were kind of like, okay, this wasn't... Yeah, and funny, a lot of people don't know this, but singing was never something that I loved, loved. You know what really? I mean? Like, I never loved it. Sorry, what? I know, right? I did it what? because I was good at Back it, up. and it got me attention. You were absolutely amazing well, well, at thank it. Was your mom a singer, too? Yeah, my mom yeah. sings, too. Yeah, She's right. really okay. good. My mom actually could have if things had gone differently for her but she chose marriage and the family and all this and said but she had a song that like won this italian song competition and stuff and she's a really good songwriter singer she was great and um but you know it was interesting because my parents never really wanted me to go into that life because they're like well it's a tough life and you know they they knew the kind of the reality you know parents kind of can see the future a little better because they've lived a bit yeah so anyone out there who's not a parent listen to your parents sometimes because they know stuff okay yeah don't say right right <laughs> i know as much as you think that they're cray and don't know the world as it is <laughs> yeah they know more than you think and so my parents did and that's why they forced me to get my bachelor of arts at ubc which was awesome and it would have been stupid for me not to because mm-hmm. i got full scholarship and stuff to it so that would have been dumb not to but i was like i just want to go sing I don't care. I don't need school. I'm going to be a famous singer. I turns out I did need it because I used it after because I got my four years Bachelor of Arts. And then my parents like you do that, then we'll help support you while you're trying to, you know, become a famous singer. And so they did. They paid for me. And when I moved to Toronto and that's where I like did a lot of like musicals and started doing all that stuff out there. And then that's where I got into actually right before Canadian tenors. It was this time where. I had to choose between Cirque du Soleil or Canadian tenors, and I chose Canadian tenors, but which I'm glad I did. It was a really cool opportunity, and then things went cray with that, and we all had to leave because the manager was um, interesting. Uh, <laughs> I can't say more than that. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I have an NDA. I have an NDA. I can, yeah. That's as much as I can say. Yeah, thank you. And um, yeah. all, I wish them all the best. <laughs> and uh, then we started Destino. And then they turned on me. The guys in the group and our new manager turned on me, even though I did most of the work. And I can say that. I don't oh. have an NDA for that. Okay? Yeah, and as like, soon as I left, the group fell apart. Surprise. Surprise. Yeah, shocker. Okay. Thank you. Shocker. Sorry, Destino. That was my biz. And I made all that happen. That's a right biz. And I can say it. But then my heart just died for music. Like, I was done. Right. I was like, oh, I can't take this. After all the fighting, after all the BS, after everything. And I was just done. I, I felt empty inside. Literally, oh. I was an empty vessel. I had no more joy in me. And you guys know me. I'm a happy guy. Yes. I love life. I was like dead behind the eyes. Aww. It was awful. I was like Britney Spears, okay? You, you grinded out what you thought was going to be your dream. And then you realized, like, that's just not it. No. How does that come about? Like, where do you, yeah. where do you sit with that? It's tough because, like I said, you get to that place of like, Oh my gosh, I this is what I told everyone I was going to do and I got pretty far with it. I mean considering, you know, and you get to a place where you kind of have to a eat humble pie because all of a sudden now you're not going to do that anymore and you've told everyone this is your only dream. Then B, what do you do next? You know, like you're like right. I don't know what to do next. I don't I don't know what's next for me. I had no idea. So you're kind of lost, depressed, <laughs> you know, and then uh it, it was tough and I didn't know what I wanted to do and I at first, I was like, oh, I'm going to become a therapist. Because whenever you're going through emotional issues, I feel like everyone wants to become a therapist when they're going through yeah. emotional issues. And then I found <laughs> I out. I got this. Right, right. Yeah. And then I found out therapists aren't allowed to give you advice. They just have to help you find your own answer. And I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> you're like, no I've got I'm, too much to I'm say. Like, I want to tell you what you need to yeah, do. I would Never be fired. Mind. I'd be like, you need to dump your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You need to, you need to start at eating healthy. and <laughs> extra. Right. You know? That's right. <laughs> like, I'd be a terrible therapist. No. <laughs> So I was like, oh, or the best, yeah, or the best. <laughs> right? I'd be fired. I'd You'd be canceled, but that's yeah. okay. So I was like, no therapy for me. So then I was like, maybe a graphic designer. Well, I did that. I went to BCIT. Yeah. Went there for graphic design, and I was like, this can't be behind a computer all this time. <laughs> that's right. I can't. I need to see people. And, yeah. But I, I learned. I got a, my graphic designer diploma, mm -hmm. which was great, and it helped me a lot because I design all my like. Yeah. That's what got me into creative directing. But creative directing, I love because. Because I get to boss around everyone else sitting behind the computer. Oh, I love it. And tell them my vision and what they need to do and then make it happen. And I love that. So that's how I got into creative directing. And actually, my first person to hire me was, do you remember Lindsay Smith from Squat? We went to high school with her. She looked like Barbie. <laughs> oh, yes. She had big boobs. Yeah, I remember. Skinny waist. Smith. Yeah, Steve Fryer knows her. Yeah, she's, she's, she's she's she was on TV for the longest. Like she yeah, yeah. actually was tech. on TV on Breakfast Breakfast yeah, yeah. TV quite she a does bit. The tech talk and all yeah. that. And yeah. she's so smart. She's such huh. a smart person. She's amazing. Cut yeah, page. Lindsay ended up giving me my like first big opportunity, and then cool. from there I moved on to my own and started doing some music videos and different commercials, and I loved it. I mean, creative directing is so much fun. That's but, you, hey? And, and I love yeah. it. But you know what? I don't want to do it full-time either. I didn't want to work for an, an ad agency or something full-time. Because I like mixing it up. I like freedom in my life. And the life I wanted to set up for myself was a life where I have... I don't have to do too much. Right. I, can, I get to choose my job. So I have different things I do. Basically, I did all that stuff. Then I still didn't know what I wanted. Then went and got my teaching degree, which I finished for a year later on later in life and it was awesome so then i got into the burnaby school district as a substitute teacher which we call 
TOC now, oh teacher on call. Um, but imagine John Amenta rolls up into your classroom. <laughs> like I would die. Be the best day ever. My if you're gosh. a kid, like right? Oh man, I would kill. Do you that remember being teacher. that kid? Do, do you remember being that kid when uh, TOC? Oh yeah, yeah. you're like oh, rolls up. You're yeah. like oh yeah, free bye. day. We're gonna run a rough shot. Back to my all over this TOC. <laughs> Though the Evelyns and the Stevens are like my favorite type right? of students because there's the ones that are good in school and smart pants and they're doing their thing and they're made for it. But when I come in, I'm like, I end up just hanging out and chatting with the kids who school isn't really their vibe. Hey, like, I mean, okay, listen, your vibe, school is my thing too, man. I was like, so you were smart. You get were out smart. of here. No, I was like smart. always no. on the honor roll, but she won. No, I she was, was, I was on the honor roll. I was. See? Get that. I look at you like shaking your head. How I was. Your dad pay for that? Like, <laughs> I don't think you can do that in high school. Like, you know Are you what, kidding though? me? Like, no. I was on the honor roll. My ass. I was. You I'll, were on I'll, the okay, honor let's pull my mom. No, Back me up. Yeah. You were smart. And listen, you were also the type that could get it done in a quarter of the time as of everyone else. That's so right. So you had a lot of time on your hands to get into trouble. On no sleep. Is what happened. Boom. Done. Yep. And she did get in trouble because of that. <laughs> Too much time on your damn On no sleep. She says, <laughs> oh, oh my sleep. What? Whatever. Sorry, Gio, you and me went to different school, bro. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I don't even see the movie Mean Girls. Like that was her. I don't even remember like, him in oh, high school. Yeah. Like, do yeah, you? She wouldn't even pay me attention. Like, it would, hell no. Who are you? I don't remember <laughs> you at all. Who I was? I knew. I, I knew you always. Was. Was I, a, love, I love this guy always. Yeah. Well, he was a nice guy. I I didn't even <laughs> yeah, know. Not a nice I didn't even girl. know you went to high school with us. Like, I don't you know. know. And it's so funny though because <laughs> I, to me, but I guess I always was that person who brought out the nice in everyone. Yes. Maybe. Because totally. I didn't have, other than the bullies, the little crew of guys that would incessantly bully me when I was younger. Not when, Once I got into like grade nine, it was all over. And they yeah. were like, don't mess with him because... He has all the girls. Yeah. The you want to get to you want to yeah. get to all the hot girls? Totally. Talk to John. Like, yeah. Right? Because you, you hung out with... I was going to say, you hung out with all of us. Like. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I did. And in high school, if you think about it, you were like super cash. You were like oh, backcountry tell- redneck... Tell me about Stephen Fryer. Tell me about Stephen Fryer in high school because I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, no, he was (laughs) such a dude. Stephen Fryer was a dude. I don't remember. No, no. Stephen Fryer would have been, you're like the backcountry boy back then. I think about it. Back to backcountry. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to our sponsor, sponsor. Backcountry Brewing. So for Fryer's birthday, Ben made sure he put together a little Stephen Fryer pack. Oh, So it's a lot of Pilsners. He's got brought back the Kolsch for oh, you. Oh, the Kolsch, baby. Steven Knight. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the 30 centimeter rule, which is... You don't have sex with someone unless they yeah, have at least say, 30 okay, centimeters? So okay, so this is, kind of, <laughs> this is actually funny. What is the so, 30 centimeter I know, rule? Okay, so I was, when I went to their office to pick yeah. up beer, him and his uh, marketing director were working on the new video. <laughs> so he was loading me up with the different beers. And, and uh, I was like, oh, the 30 centimeter rule is sweet. And I was like, I love that can. And I'm like, that's so funny. I was like, wait a second. No, actually, what does that mean? <laughs> right? yeah. And he said, okay, so I guess in Whistler, you know, on the fresh pow days, when there's 20 centimeters of pow, you don't go to work. You You're calling in sick. Oh, and so, but now, but the marketing director no. was like, um, we're not, it's not 20 centimeters now. We got to do 30 centimeters because of COVID and the staffing shortages. So like that was their kind of like okay. oh, twist on it. it. Right. So it's the 30 centimeter rule now. But yeah, I got the Ridge Runner Pilsner. This, these guys have been pumping this stuff up for. Yeah. That's one of their classics. Oh, that's the so staples. Good. They have like four so staples. Good. 
And again, you've, you've probably heard me talk about the Skadoosh Gulch and now. Yes, many times. Absolutely wonderful that stuff is for someone who wants to just go and hang out and drink some pop. Well, it's a good thing Backcountry brought it back for you, some Gulch. What else? What's, what's this one you're drinking here? It's the Daffy Twister Spread Pale Ale, and that's the new pale ale that they've got where they did the video of the, uh, you know, they had the Olympic skiers doing you know, like uh, in the 80s gear. They like two. 2.5 million yeah. hits on that. Yeah. That thing? Yeah. No, you got to download yeah. the video in order to check the video. It's super funny. Yeah. I was telling you, I was on that show. I did a pilot for microbreweries. And as much as I'm not a beer guy, they're someone who, if the show gets picked up. Yeah. Well, are they, I'll hook you up. Are they, are they like in the lower mainland? Yeah. BC, all over. Oh, well, they're Squamish, Squamish, but it's uh, Okay, I'll have to go check them out. Oh, Do well, they have a brewery with like where you can go sit and yes, stuff? Yes, okay. So yeah. you come, you come to Squamish. I'll bring you. We got VIP status. We got VIP status. We got VIP status. We get to the sure tasters. I brought you a backcountry glass today. I know, I love it. It's um, so retro. It's almost it's rainbow. I was like, I gotta go, you know. it's like It reminds me of a jacket you used to wear all the time <gasps> in high school. Do you remember that jacket? Yes. You remember? <laughs> yes. You know who didn't have a jacket like that? Stephen Fryer. Who's Stephen Fryer? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's his birthday. Wait, it's hey, his no, birthday. Be nice. Oh yeah, be it's nice. His birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, you should sing to him. <laughs> but in wow, English or it's yeah, that's a really great idea. You're welcome. There's your yeah, Sometimes you have great ideas. Most yeah. of them are duds. Tonight. <laughs> that's a great so, one. So You're welcome. Happy oh, birthday. Happy. That's your present. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Amazing. Wow. See? That is wow. unbelievable. There you go. You're welcome. That's what I got you. <laughs> there's, there's your gift. There's your gift. Enjoy. Yes, enjoy. Okay, I didn't so wrap it, though. It doesn't need to be wrapped. It's better unwrapped. Oh, wait. No, don't, kids, don't listen to that. That's not true. Play safe. Um, oh, my God. Even R-rated. So, can I just talk about... Okay, so yeah. going back to, like... Growing up in Squamish is tough. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you yeah. know, like in high school, like you weren't out, right? Yeah, no, I couldn't be. It was too scary to be out. Yeah. There was one guy who couldn't closet himself, even if he wanted to. Poor Trevor. Yes. And we can talk about him because he's like P flag of Squamish. Yeah, he's yeah. He's like, amazing. Yeah. He's like done so much. Lovely. But in high school, yeah. he was tortured and he was beat up and yeah. he was, he had it bad. Yeah. And I would see that and any other gay person would see that and be like, no way I'm coming out. Right. Not after 100%. seeing what he was going through and how people treated him. And he was amazing. And he is amazing. He was he fabulous. Are you kidding? He's totally awesome. Being, yeah. Oh, yeah. An awesome. And he was so, like he is and was so funny. Come on. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yes. people tortured him, right? And so it was a rough thing to see. And then, you know, terrible things that you'd be like, well, I don't want to die, so I'm not going to tell anyone I'm gay. But yeah, so like, I'm sure terrible. people could guess. It's not like I was like a lady hound. I mean, well, I think I made up that I had a girlfriend from... Some oh no I did like a long distance one but then I kissed her and I really realized I just couldn't even do it but she knew I mean come on she knew oh, they all really well, knew I feel right? like people kind of knew yeah it just, didn't well, say it because no one, I wasn't saying it so but people never even really said like oh you're gay to me no like I didn't even like we were super close and I just yeah. like it was irrelevant you like, know I just, why you know maybe because I was overweight. That people don't think of gay people as overweight, maybe back then, like they're like, You're gay, you're thin, you're thin, and you're fabulous. <laughs> no, <I don't> think so. <laughs> because when I lost my weight, then all of a sudden people are like, Oh, he's gay, <laughs> <laughs> but you were, oh, we couldn't see because of the fat. Oh, no, no, but you're we also in your 20s, right? We, yeah, right. Yeah, like, so oh, we yeah. couldn't see he was gay because he was fat, <laughs> so now the fat's gone, we could, we could see his gay. <laughs> 
totally. We knew it. We knew it. We had it all along. Right? I know. Oh so God. funny. But no, and it's so crazy because of course, like I had my crushes in high school that mm-hmm. you can't say anything about. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, so I have to say, like, you know, I have a daughter that's 14, gonna be 15, and it's yeah. like so different. I there bet. is like gay non-binary they're like all like yeah. everything and they they're all just, talking they, pronouns they and she's like yeah they all talking pronouns like they some of the they yeah. and like oh my god that's sure. great like i love that that it makes me so happy and I've, i yeah. tell her all the time i'm like yeah you don't know what my friends went through in oh, high school yeah, like it was terrible and so the fact that everything is you know how it should be right yeah. like you make the best of it though and i mean i still had fun come on we still of had course a we still had fun you but... find your people you know and i think oh yeah this true. is like for those people who are still living you know who knows where people are listening to this but if you're in a place where it's not cool to come out and it's scary you know what you still you'll find your people there's yeah. always those people like i had heather i had you know People who, and I never told Heather either. She was the mouth of the South and she wouldn't. <laughs> I knew if I told her, everybody's going to know. Everybody knew. Everybody knew. Have you told her yet? Heather knows. Does she, knows. she knows. Um, she knows now? Awesome. Yeah. I love her to death. Yeah. She's doing great, actually. There's another Squamish person who's just done great things. Mm-hmm. She's killing it in LA. LA, She's doing yeah. Great, yeah. Listen, we're in this amazing <laughs> pad on the 32nd floor in Vancouver. In the dickhead right now. Yeah. And, oh yeah, it's like, I thought you're pointing at yourself. This, entire, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this entire place is a beautiful shade of gray. Like, well, it's like a green, green gray. Actually. It's called I know. It's called community gray, actually, even though it reads green. Can and we do all of our shows here? Actually, like, this is a really nice episode. Dis- There's food. I don't know. There's I, good backcountry beer. Essentially, like I don't understand how we don't have binoculars on the table because I mean, there there's so watching. much happening. Like. Yeah. Everything around us is something happening in their own world. Like I know. every single light you see on in the city is something in happening in their own world. I know. I love it. Yeah. It's the best. And living here is the well. It's my dream. And you know what? Here's the thing. I I had a bigger place in Burnaby that I bought, and it was a forty fourth floor, beautiful place. I had a view of everything, sprawling view of the city. But I'll tell you what, it was kind of lonely up there. Like, you're not in the middle of it. Here, I'm in the middle of it. And location's everything. This was my dream to live in this this area. Yale Town, like right on the seawall. Because I love going for walks and stuff. And in life, you just sometimes got to be like, okay, so uh, I'm just going to do it. And it worked out and it was great. And, and that's kind of been my whole life period. I just do it. I, I'm lucky, I think, to have first world privilege. The old Nike. Eh? Nike. Right. Just do Just it. Just do it. Remember? Yeah. Just oh. do it. Got that sue us if we put that on. <laughs> oh, Marcus, cut that oh, out. Oh, yeah. Cut that out. Nike. Cut that right out. Nike we, we, is we, intense we about their... We got infringement going on. Oh, yeah. Okay. 100%. But um, no, you know what? Oh, what, which one did you just crack okay. open? This this I'm actually really excited for. I'm okay. going to get only like a sip of it far because I'm going to drink most of it. Um, it's the might as well go for a soda. Okay. Try to say that without singing it. Okay. Um, cherry Cola Sour. He's like, pour it, pour it. Do you want to try some too? I want to try some. Yeah. I'm gonna get your new back. Here, no, glass. listen, listen. I can just um. Oh yeah, I guess share this with me. Why don't you just share this? I'll just have me. a little sip. Mm, that is delicious. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm, it smells delicious too. It's really good. Um, there was if I drink beer during this, I burp the whole time. Oh, all of our guests do. But yeah, that's a beautiful beer. Right. You know what? I like alcohol that doesn't taste like alcohol. You know what I mean? Like, I love, like... Uh, no, I'm with you with that one. Right? Yeah. Like, if it doesn't taste like alcohol, I'm in. 
because rip your schnapps. I love that. I rip love your schnapps, right? Ben, if you're listening tonight, rip your schnapps. I don't know how you. I, I don't know how you incorporate that into a beer, but if you can make a root beer beer, if anyone can do it, Ben isn't Ben in the group beer like you know the G-rated cousin of beer? Uh, isn't it made the same way as beer? Know. Kind of like that's a good question for in them. the old days. That's what it was called root beer. It's a ginger I root, so. I believe. Oh, and that's why they call it root. Yeah. Beer, yeah, ginger root beer. But I think it is just, we used to make it at school as a fundraiser back in Eagle View when I lived in Port Hardy, BC. You think Squamish was a small town? I was super small. Port wow. Hardy. Port Hardy, BC. Sometimes my hoser comes out. Not coming out there either. We eh? had like, we had <laughs> Filomi days, fishing, logging, and mining days. There was no G's on any of those words. I just want to say fishing, logging, mining. And the funniest thing is, especially when I became an image consultant and stylist, I went to New York, got out, we didn't get to that part yet, but I went to New York, became an image consultant and stylist, wrote a book, two books, one's an audio book, and people like, a fashion audio book? two I'm books, like, eh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and one of them became the textbook for Langara and John Casablanca's. No way! And the other one is an audio book called, but seriously, what do I wear? Oh my, get real. Yeah. Really? <laughs> wow. You know, I, but seriously. No, but I seriously, that's amazing. What do I wear? And then the, work, the workbook that became the workbook for the school was called, Okay, Seriously, I Look Awesome. <laughs> that, that is those, so you. Like, so were, were you targeting that. the school specifically? But when you wrote no. these books, like, what were you thinking? Like when you come to the titles no, like I, that? No, I was just targeting my general clientele because I was an image consultant and stylist for over 10 years. And I toured the world speaking on fashion and image consulting and styling and and then I started teaching at John Casablanca's and they saw my book and they were like, we love this book. We want it to be our textbook. And I was like, okay, sure. And then Langara hired me to teach there and then they wanted me to use, they use my book as well. So who are, who are these oddball clients that you do image consulting for? I'd like oh, to know. A lot of housewives. Are we talking trophies like, or? No, no. There was a lot of middle-aged housewives whose kids were leaving the house and they were feeling not so beautiful anymore and needed to be done up. I know. Yeah, right next to him's pointing oh, at Evelyn. Oh, I'm just taking selfies. Myself. She takes selfies. So a lot of Evelyn. A lot mm. of Yeah. But oh, no. honey, do I need Her it? Kid, no, you don't. You, are you kidding? Get you do here. not need it. Are you joking? Right. No, you never needed it. Oh, thank you. And also a lot of, and actually a lot of people who were trying to get promotions or trying to, you know, level up in their business. That was a lot of my clientele too, because you know, there's all sorts of science behind styling. And For sure. So it was a great, great part of my life. I loved it. And I, my company was called Pink and Gray. And Love so it. it was it was a fun, fun part of my life for sure. But then I started getting tired of it. I wanted more. That's when I was like, I want something else. And then I, I got my teaching degree and started subbing while I figured out what I wanted to do. And so while I substitute was substitute teaching, I got my interior design diploma. Oh my God. See, just, and it has how, everything. Like, I well, love I it. I love it. That's I was like, like me. I have yeah. like my hands in everything. I want to do I that. I love and it. That, and that, I love that. having different things on the go. Yes. Keeps so, it interesting, right? Yeah, right? For sure. And my life is fun. Yeah. And if something happens tomorrow that's super cool... Nine out of ten times, I can be like, let's go do it because yep. everything Just is shiftable. Do it. Just oh, for Christ's sake. Schnikey. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. And I, I'm lucky that I can do it because yeah. here's the thing I don't have kids relying on me, which I get that's a big one. If you have to support a family, you can't always just say, well, I don't want to do this job, so I'm going to go do another job. But so. your interior design is 
phenomenal. Like you thank designed you. this whole apartment. I it's did. Ridiculous. My baby. Oh, thank you. Like you're so good at what you do. Like this Thanks. is your the creative side. Like of you is just it's incredible. Well, I think when you're creative, you're creative. And for me, visual creativity is a big thing. And yeah. so it works with fashion. It works with yep. interior design. It works with creative directing a commercial or a you know any any anything like that it's all visual right so if i can make something look beautiful and that's actually one of my life joys is to make people and the world more beautiful oh my god come and live at my house and make it. me beautiful every day so that's Please. where you're at buds okay but oh that's where i'm at buds all right. right the most important part of that that i do is i build community so i'm the guy who talks to you in the elevator i'm the guy who holds the door open for you i'm the guy who will talk to the checkout person i'm not on my phone when i'm in the checkout i'm like how's your day going how are you doing? To that. me, that's how you make the world the most beautiful place is by connecting with each other. And if we do more of that, man, this world's going to be better. Because right now people are angry, people are upset, people are depressed. And I feel like all they need to make it better is for you to be like, hey, how you doing? How's your yeah. date going? And show them that somebody cares where about you. Where are you at, buds? Like right here. Where are you at? I'm, that's what where I'm at. What the world needs is more Italians like us. Right. We just want to talk. Hey, how are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? How are you doing? Being positive. Right? Just positive. And, well, now, besides Marcus. But anyway. Because that's like, what every Italian <laughs> Even Marcus loves it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm also Italian. No, no, but he's the one who silently <laughs> enjoys it. Shake. Okay, Can we but get another him ketchup thing? and some french fries? <laughs> another thing that I'm really, really Danish. interested in. Yeah. Is your new podcast that you have as well. So I'm creating it right now. We aren't releasing it yet because I want to have, I've been told by the experts, have 10 in the can before you launch. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Oops. You guys just went for it. Now, I need oh, we a Marcus. Got lots, though. Though. Here's what I need. If there's any Marcuses Marcus. out there who live in Vancouver, I need a Marcus. Well, you got this one. Marcus. The wizard. Just send me the audio. I fix it. Okay. Yes, Marcus, he's I will pay you. Done. You have a job. Okay, yeah, there done. you go. Now you got a paying job. <laughs> Listen. Oh. Yeah, you guys get paid. I don't even think. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. you don't pay. You finally get oh. something, Marcus. Is, I don't even we drink. This is going to turn out well sooner or later. <laughs> but you get to hang out with us, and you got to come to the city with us. Oh, so and much now, fun. Now you've met John. So perfect. Well, okay, so back to this. Okay, um, so yeah. Okay, so I know because we had kind of talked about this prior yeah, yeah. to you launching, you know, your show, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, so it's called. Well, wait, it's called, Are You My Husband? Which I freaking like. And okay, you have to say wait, like wait, that, Are wait, You My Husband? But you didn't like my um, suggestion for your What title? was your suggestion again? I'll come on yours if you come on mine. Oh, I love that one too. That was, no, that was, we, <laughs> we enjoyed like, the podcast. Podcast. Okay. And I'm like, I'll come on your, <laughs> come on mine. PG. You know, like, I'll come PG. on your podcast if you, if you come, come on, on my podcast. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, there we go. No, 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 no. I guess you, yeah, you, you forgot to drop, that, PG forgot to drop that, that, that word. But anyway. Yeah. Well, you know where it started, the idea for that podcast, or for this podcast is, because I put out this, I thought would be oh, yes. literally like a nothing post. message yeah. post on Facebook. I saw And this. Instagram. And I just was like, oh, hey, anyone know any cool dudes? Because I'm ready for a husband. Yep. So if anyone has anyone cool that they want to introduce me to. I'm open. Yeah. I'd love a husband and maybe a family and I'm open to it, you know? And so I had no idea I would get so many responses yep. to that. So many people, not a lot of guys, really a few, but they didn't work out. But but paragraphs, like every one of us had yeah. commented. No, it paragraphs. was amazing. <laughs> and I just the reaction to it. Yeah. And some people were like, are you okay? Some people, were, there were those people who were like, are you all right? Is everything okay? Private message. <laughs> and, right? and then there was other people who were like, this is the best. Can yeah. I do it? And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. I didn't realize people were that 
gung ho about it. And so then I was like, oh well, it would be fun to do a pod. I've been wanting to do a podcast about something, and I had started this one design podcast called Design Angel, and it just wasn't the right thing because I just felt like. They always say you have to imagine being able to do that podcast for at least two or three years to get any kind of traction. And that's just the world mm-hmm. of podcasting, right? Marcus Before is like, oh, shit. I got to be with these guys for two or three years. Don't worry, Marcus. It'll go fast. But well, like, I for example, my cousin, like he scored, years. though. He has a podcast. Maybe you know it. His podcast is Canucks Conversations. No. Well, he's like the number two or three podcast in Canada right now about the Canucks. Oh, we don't listen to other podcasts. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, you know, I'll have to check it out. But yeah, David, no, you're looking at a Vegas Golden Knights fan here. Sorry. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. yeah like the Canucks he's an idiot we oh, went to a Canucks enough. game like with the kids and the families and stuff and he's an idiot I'm sitting next to him and he's just like like cheering for the Knights um the Knights aren't playing okay like literally <laughs> like we're watching the Kraken idiot <laughs> only <laughs> you cheer for a team that and, isn't playing no like oh, you know I was loud the dude, loudest right? guy yeah, in the course. arena is going is oh, go Knights go trying to start the chant like so funny okay but wait are you my husband yeah, are you my husband are you my husband okay i feel like that i would have some like pretty good like um knowledge behind well i would show. love to have you on my show I know. because I and I i'm not as fancy four. as this where i like we get together and all do it together i've been do- i was doing it all my all my interviews were on the phone so i oh. was patching in through this system that my okay. friend gave me he set me up with this setup i'll tell you it is it has been fun because the podcast is evolving let me do well I just thought it would I would talk to people about like looking for you know menses and looking for you know <laughs> yeah. like trying to find but it turned into this podcast about people's like quest for like looking for love yeah crazy things that have happened to them while looking for love so different cool. places they look for and also crazy relationships like not crazy but like different relationships yeah. that you wouldn't even imagine like one couple they have been together eight years they live in separate apartments they have conjugals. They go sleep over at each other's place, but even at each other's place, have a separate bedroom the nights they sleep over. What? But they both want their own. And they're like go. in a monogamous relationship for eight I'm out. years. You're out, Steve. Stephen, out. It was a nice. Yeah, he's been married. He's been married for eighteen years. He's like, that's possible. You can do that. Wow. But it's mind blowing to think about the types of relationships yeah. people are in. There was another person who their their relationship is. You know, they're completely open and. They do whatever they do. That's more common than we think now. And they're like, have this open relationship. They're loving it. And really, they're just kind of like best friends. And it's crazy. All these different like love is like what you want it to be. I love it. But there isn't like a there's like a cookie cutter. No, right. Sure. Well, there's a lot of taboos that have been removed, I think, over the years. Like back in the day, there used to be a certain stigma in terms of your this is how it's going to be. And this is how the institution is. Yeah. And now I think, you know, we are a little bit more open minded to different things and there's less stigma. There's less. Uh, taboo on it and therefore you're going to see a variety of different types of relationships yeah do what makes you happy right exactly here's the thing if we really go back to where marriage started it was like property it was ownership it was about like land deals and you know what i mean so and then the church got a hold of it and took it to the next level and then they made it a religious thing and you do it or else you're going to hell because if you try to have sex without doing it you're going to hell remember this was Mm -hmm. that and that was like we we were in sunday school together yeah we were were. i'm like like, oh this is you know church and then 
But then now, <laughs> let's be honest, a lot of us have like moved on from that place yeah. where we realize life is a little different. And so now I, I feel like marriage is whatever you want it to be yeah. as far as like, you know, you don't even have a choice in Canada. Like if you live together for what is it? Six months? Not even? Months, yeah. You're already oh, common law? Uh, common law, yeah. I mean, really, now they're not even giving you a choice. Like you're married. Whether yeah. you want it or not. Yeah, like what? It's one of those things where, yeah, I feel like I was afraid of that kind of commitment for a long time. But I see now that it's like no it's what I want it to be yeah. and if I want to find a guy who wants to live in an apartment next door then that's my that's the life I can have yeah right whatever makes you happy right well, exactly and then all these different options of what life can be and what well, love yeah. looks and like and so you've been married yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so that's what I'm saying like I have some knowledge for your you show. do no you have to come on my show now. I came on yours now you come I, on mine right see so there there you go <laughs> podcast is coming true right There's yeah it is the right there, you there. Go. i don't know i thought it was a good name well yeah and you know what's funny hey squamish a squamish girl is she did you know danielle donville uh, i recognize the name yeah. yeah she danielle did my artwork for my podcast and my theme song which is hilarious oh the God, theme, song. theme song oh she's the best i gotta hook you up with danielle she's the best she writes theme songs for her husband oh, she's a musician is she not yeah yeah and she's so cool too. Amazing she's lady. But yeah, so Squamish comes through again. Always. She just heard I was wanting to do a podcast. She was like, I'm in. I love it. Like, Amazing. this is one thing we have to talk about. Like, Squamish, we grew up, even though it was a city, had a small town feel. It really did. And it, it did. And we actually, like, I, when I see someone from Squamish, there's always that, like, how are you doing? Oh, how, yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. there's a real, like, We've been through it together vibe. <laughs> yes, you understand. Right? Get it. No, like, yeah. Especially those of us who have like been there to the, the early 90s. Oh, right? Yeah. Where, yeah. where you've, you've gone through the growth. Like, well, and yeah, Squamish. Now, no one believes me when I tell them what Squamish was before. They're like, are you kidding? We can't even afford real estate there. And I'm like, that's hilarious. You, We talk about where you at, buds. Yeah. Uh, again, talk to us a little bit about what it was like growing up in a family full of teachers and you... You're a teacher now. Yeah, yeah, no, I do teach. I substitute teach, right? So, well, the whole thing was it was great being kids of a teacher, of teachers, because there was kind of this, um, and I was lucky because people liked my parents, actually. So right. it's tough if you're the kid of a teacher and kids don't like your parent. Totally. We graduated with someone who had a teacher like that, mm-hmm. but we won't say their name. <laughs> but um, it would have sucked if people hated my parents, but they loved having them as teachers. So it was kind of like guilty by association, but in a good way. So for me, it was great. I mean, I loved it. And it was nice to be able to like go hang with my mom at lunch if I wanted to and you know, my dad, he was tough. It was tough in elementary school with him because, like, he always wanted to toughen me up, which, unfortunately, toxic masculinity, alive and well. But he was really cool. I mean, he bought me Barbies, too. So mm-hmm. he, he had it going on. And But he still had some of that, like, I have to toughen this guy up for the world. Well, before I teach, every day, I say a little prayer in my car. And I'm always like, okay, today, like I set an intention for the day. And I'm like, today, when I'm going in, I have one job. Because you're not there to teach when you're a substitute teacher. Let's be honest. Like, really, you're, you're putting a movie on. You're te- maybe you're going to teach a little bit. But really, the one job I have is to go in there, remind those kids how special they are, how important they are, how valuable they are. And if I can go in and remind some kids about that, then I'm successful that day. And that's, to me, what makes it 
something worth my time. I'm you just know? thinking of the arc, you know? Yeah. You, you come from small town Squamish and all of a sudden you're singing and then you're going around the world, you're touring yeah. and you're singing all over the world and you're doing a lot of great things and now you're working like commercials, you have like textbooks, you're in classrooms and universities and colleges and you're helping rich people look better and then now... <laughs> you're a TOC. So it's, yeah. it's one of those things where quite a journey. It started very high, but then, and then the people look at it like, you had all this and now you're doing this, but yeah. it's about, I guess, where you are and how you're feeling about yeah, it. Yeah. And it's so fulfilling. I mean, it doesn't matter what the perceived level of a job is. It's what you're doing with it. And I have to say, I feel like I'm changing more lives TOCing than I did even when I was like at the peak of my singing career. Because it becomes so superficial at that level. And sure, you know, people feel things when you're singing or whatever, but it's much more superficial. Whereas now I have like one student, he put me in his valediction speech. How sweet is that? Wow. Like, he was like, you know, we always knew it was going to be a good day when Mr. Amenta was there. And I was like, oh, see, like wow. that. Mr. That's Amenta. huge. I know, Mr. Amenta. <laughs> I am the new Mr. Amenta. <laughs> Mr. Amenta 2.0. Right. And and so that's what I'm saying. We, we talk about your trajectory was like Marcus is saying, absolutely massive. You did all of this. Yeah. And what everybody wants to see, everybody's shooting for the stars and you, you shot the stars. You've been there yeah. and it wasn't your cup of tea. And you're at the point where you're impacting lives. If at the end of the day, we can impact these kids mm -hmm. in a positive manner. I think as we grow older and we've talked about a lot of the young days and what we've done in a small town setting and how we've grown up, you want to feel like you've done something worthwhile and that you've you've actually made an impact on yeah. humanity. You made as this world a better yeah. place. That's what it's right? about, right? It is about that. And there's a lot of ways to make this world a better place. And right now, the things I do all make the world a better place in different ways. Mm -hmm. Same, I think, with both of you as well, like with all of you. You know, you're doing this. You're putting things out there that are positive. on the positive side of the scale instead of the negative side. Yeah. I think this is a huge thing that I've had to learn throughout my journey in all this is that where I'm at can be different today from tomorrow, from last month. Like, I've realized I go through cycles. Like, usually in the winter, I usually get a little more depressed, a little sadder. The weather, what, I have that seasonal depression. But you, you get to a place where you're like, accept yourself. This is something that I never would have thought was a negative sentence before. You know the sentence when people say, are you living to your full potential? Do you know that that is probably one of the most poisonous sentences I ever say to myself? That sentence, are you living to your full potential? Because you know why? That's some bullshit forcing you to feel not good enough and we're good enough mm -hmm. and this is where i get so upset when people are like are you living to your and i say to myself are you living to your full potential because guess what that's that's a joke what is that that's some dream of what your full potential is yeah. you want to know what are you it's, enjoying your yeah. life and are you happy the question, are, you are you happy, happy? yeah yeah it's like having again going through life experience the biggest thing you can say to the youth of today is be kind to one another and mm -hmm. be able to adapt. Well, not just the youth, to everybody. Everyone. To everybody. No, Literally everybody. everybody. I'm, I'm just saying to be kind to one another yeah. and to adapt. And, and, to, and to be open to it. Be open to it. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. I have my song that I released a few years ago, Speak Softly. I, I don't know. Oh, you, I should have sent you the link. I've There's a music that. video. And oh, everything. my God. You can look it up on YouTube. Oh, Speak Softly. Geo Amenta. You've heard it. Yeah. Yes, I have. So, and it's all about, I wrote it about being kind to yourself through this all. Like, speak softly to yourself. Right. That's Amazing. the thing. Because it is that. It's that. If you are good to yourself, you become a better person. Then yep. you're good to other people because you want to know the people who are meanest to other people are the people who are even meaner to themselves. Yeah. So every time I see someone being mean or a jerk, I'm like, 
Oh, I'm sad for them because I'm like, what are you doing to yourself? They're so unhappy. Self-evaluation. So unhappy. Yeah. Self-evaluation is a, is a real thing. You both work with with teams. Would you not say the most important thing for a team player, a great VIP team member would be someone who knows what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and how it serves the team best? 100%. Because this is life too. Like use that in life. Like what are you best at? What could you work on? How can you best serve the team, which is the damn world? You know, I say that all the time. If I could say one thing of like my number one after 40, almost 44 years of performing and being me and going through these trials and tribulations and all these different jobs is that at the end of the day, are you happy? Check in because you know that whole, you put your mask on first in a plane before you help others. Yeah. You need to be good with yourself. Second, how are you helping your community when you're happy with yourself? Because you're going to That's a great way to put it. Like it really is. Yes. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Yeah. What makes you happy? Well, community is a big one. I love connect, like what we're doing right now, connecting with each other, talking, sharing our hearts with each other. I love it. That's my favorite thing. It's, but I even love it on even a little more surface level, like I said, in an elevator. Or I'll stop on the seawall when I go for walks and I'll be like, oh, I love your baby. So sweet. Oh, how you doing? Oh, I love this dog. You know, like I so love spreading that. You're literally my mom. <laughs> That's what my mom You know what's right? funny? Is? He's literally his dad. His mom has that energy. Oh, yeah. But no, his for sure. dad has that extroverted yeah. personality. Even though he doesn't come across it. Yeah, and and it's funny because my dad, he is such a dichotomy because first of all, nobody has a bigger heart than that guy. Like he loves those kids so much and why he loves being an elementary school principal and teacher so much. And he's still, he's been retired every day. He's tutors kids because he's just loves it so much. He loves people, loves reminding people how nobody's better than anyone else. We're all amazing. I love that. And that's been his thing. So this is the day. I'm going to give you all the story about the day that I realized that I was I was a loud guy. I have to be cognizant of what I say when I say it. We were in the lineup in elementary school. Somebody called out and said something to somebody. It was derogatory, 100%. And Mr. Amenta, he was there. And he's like, yeah, you're out. You're yeah. going home. You're, you're suspended. And I'm like, it wasn't me, bro. It wasn't me. Like I literally legit was not me. I did oh. not say it. But I'm that loud guy. Yeah, so, so he thought it was you. He thought it was me. And I'm getting suspended for a day or two no, over it. Your name oh, yeah. didn't get cleared? No, no. Like I literally biked home to dad. What went on? What happened? Oh my god, just got suspended, Dad. They thought that I was the guy who said this, but I wasn't the guy. But Mr. Ramento thought that it was me. And and that was the moment. And still Aww. to this day, I have to be cognizant because I'm a loud guy, but and especially behind a bench in, in sports, about where I put myself in the situation I put myself into because I am the, the 10 in the room. Well, and you know what? And that's why you have to be extra careful. And so do I. And actually, so do you, Evelyn, because you've got the same volume in the world. And I don't mean just verbal volume, but I mean, it's an energy. Personality. That is, imagine, 
that because we're this this big, we are putting it through a magnification. So when we're putting negativity out, it's getting magnified 10 times. So when totally. we're putting positivity out, it's getting magnified 10 times. Totally. So that's why for us, we have to be a little extra careful from other people what we're putting out. That's right. Because when I lose it, and it, I've lost it, I, we have this thing called the Amenta Rage. <laughs> and it is scary, apparently, from the other side. I don't realize, but like when I see injustice, like... It was Boxing Day, and this woman, we were all waiting in line for our parking spots one by one. And so it was the next guy's turn. And this little car, she came in, zoomed in, skipped the whole line, took the parking spot. Well, I wasn't having that. I got out. I called her some names, unfortunately, let the rage out on her. I may or may not have said, fine, leave. But uh, if your if your car gets keyed and your <laughs> tires are popped when you come back, that won't be me. Legally, I'm saying it won't be me legally. But someone might do that because that's karma. She moved anyways. <laughs> Good but, for you. Oh my but God. meanwhile, my sister was mortified in the car next to me. She shrunk down and she was like, you're the most embarrassing human being in the world. I'm a little bit more passive about that. Like standing in line and if someone gets in front of me in line, dude, the line's back there. Like, oh, is it? Yeah, it is. It was like, oh, okay. So are you going to go back there or not? It was like, oh, um, yeah, I should go in the back of the line. And I'd be like, no, you know what? You're an asshole. You can stay right there. <laughs> Everyone behind me knows you're an asshole. So you might as well just own it, be the asshole, and go right ahead. <laughs> oh, public shaming. Also good. Too. That works. Yeah. I love the public, A good public shaming. shaming. You yeah. just be the asshole. Own it. You're the asshole today. Just go ahead. Be the asshole. Yeah. Enjoy. No. I hate that. I hate when people are, I do hate when people think they're better than other people and can just like, the rules don't apply to me. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're all following the rules. The rules also apply like, to no, me. No, no, no. I'm Italian. Yeah, and I'm like, if the rules don't apply to anyone, it'll be me, not you. Okay, I'm gonna enforce me, it. <laughs> it's gonna be me who they don't apply to, yeah. not you. Yeah, they it's apply to rampant. you. And if uh, I have to follow these not. rules, you have to follow these damn rules. They apply to you, not me. <laughs> I know that's how I feel about the masks. I'm like, oh no, no, no. If I had to wear a mask, you have to wear a mask. Yeah, you get a double mask. Sorry, okay. Because if I had, no, we both do then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, Gio, yeah. it has been absolutely amazing. Well, thank you. Sharing yes. this space with you, number one. Can and we come back? Yes, of course you can come back. You don't have to bring the microphone and either. And we're you going to the come. Italian restaurant down there next yeah, time, too. we will. Done. And well, we have to go. We were supposed to go tonight, but you got to get home for your birthday. Your kids and wife are missing I know. You. My kids are texting me. But I want to go to that Italian restaurant. We will. Yeah. Guys, yeah. come. I love it. And I love being on the show. Really, I just love catching up with you, too. I know. Visiting. It was amazing. It was and awesome. I want to come on your show. You know yes. what I'm saying? You will. You, I came on yours. You come on mine. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Podcast. We really do have to add that yeah. word in there. Right? I, mean, I was thinking I should just start running mine in my bedroom. And just you totally should. Like, we just lay on the bed. Are you my husband? <laughs> Are you my husband? Are you my husband? Yeah. Run the video for the selfie. <laughs> but no, it was great being on your show. Yes. I love you're doing this show. I think it's such a cool thing for both of you to do because there's, you know what it is? You're both authentic. I love that. You're authentic and you're doing a show that's about people who are authentic and yeah. their authentic moments. I love the name of your show. I think that's great because, yeah, you're a, you are you got to check in. And, you know, mm -hmm. this is a cool thing you're doing. So many long years, at least two. Remember, that's what they yeah. say. Sorry, Marcus. At least, at least <laughs> Sorry, Marcus. Two. Excellent. But guys, thanks for having me on. I love it. Yes. And thanks for coming on your What's birthday. Always yeah. a great time. Yes. You are absolutely amazing. You light a room. Please continue to light rooms. Continue to touch the lives mm -hmm. of younger children and, and those youth. To
to bring them through and help them out. Hey, guys, is Chocolatel still there? Oh, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, hey, next hey, time you come, oh. please bring me some Chocolatel. Okay, how about we meet in Squamish next time and we do a little backcountry um, taste testing. Oh, and, you know, you know what? You have to try the, the pizza. Shed. The pizza. Done. Bloodshed and pizza. All right, well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. The program is rated TV-M-A-N-S-F-W-O-M-F-G-G-A-F-T-T-V-B-Y-G-A-S. It is unsafe for epileptics. It kills lab rats. And, oh my God, this shit is going to give you nightmares. For real.